Welcome to the Lifeletics Podcast, a brand dedicated to the growth of athletes as they transition to life after sports. My name is Megan Ruder, former D1 swimmer at Florida Atlantic University. My goal here is to make all athletes feel empowered to take on the sport of life. Before we get started, I encourage you to subscribe here and follow us on Instagram at Team Lifeletics for more information on how you can be involved in the Lifeletics community. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Lifeletics podcast. It has been so long since we've done this. I haven't had a solo episode all year, so I'm super excited to chat with you guys one on one. I have had this thing on my mind that has kind of just sparked my interest here in life after sports. And I wanted to share my perspective with you. I was thinking, you know, when we leave sports, we gain a lot of freedom where as athletes were scheduled 24-7. We knew what to expect. Other people were putting our schedule together. You know, we had classes, we had study hall, we had rehab, we had practice, we had recovery, all of these things, and let alone like, you know, sleep, eat, do homework. And then if you're in professional sports, it's really just try to have a social life and then potentially get a job on the side. Who knows? Either way, you do gain a lot of freedom once your sport is over. This freedom is a gift. At the beginning, we're like, wow, what am I supposed to do with all this freedom? It kind of leads us down a path that could lead us to feel lost, to feel like we don't know what to do with all this extra time. And ultimately, some go down the path of making decisions that don't support their future goals. My point in this is when we gain this freedom, we gain this responsibility to choose what we do with that time. A quote that I found that really resonated with this specific topic was, we are a product of neither nature nor nurture. We are a product of choice because there is always space between stimulus and response. As we wisely exercise our power to choose based on principles, the space will become. So what I hear in this is, you know, we talk a lot about that nature-nurture debate of like, are they this person based on the nature, um, based on just genetics and just who their parents were and just et cetera? Or are they nurture, which is their environment and their friends, their family, their perspective all comes from, you know, their experiences, which there's no 100 percent answer to any topic regarding nature and nurture, because it really does intertwine with both. So. That leads me back to our environment. We get to choose our environment, whereas before, during sports, we were kind of just chosen, you know, who was on our team. We didn't get to choose our teammates. We didn't get to choose our uh, teachers and the people who are in our class, all that stuff, right? Like, to an extent, we choose the school that we go to. We choose the team that we want to be on. But sometimes it boils down to whoever's going to give us the most money and who's the fastest and who has the best opportunity for us. That might come with other side effects. So once all of this is gone and you don't have a team to choose and all this stuff, 
you know, you get to choose. It's your responsibility to choose your environment. I just want to talk about a quick story where I decided to take a jump and go to an adult camp where I decided I needed to change up my environment. I was in a job where the people were all well-intentioned and great people. They were just involved in things that didn't support my future. For example, I was drinking probably four nights a week to a pretty decent amount. And I was not engaging with healthy foods and really trying to better myself. I was exercising just to like sweat out the alcohol and sweat out all of the, you know, burn off what I've been eating. But my relationship with all of those things was so surface level that I knew that my environment had to change. It wasn't supporting who I wanted to be long term. So in November of 2020, I decided to go to this Jesse Itzler camp. If you're not familiar with Jesse Itzler, he is a self-made billionaire, basically. He founded Marquee Jet. He sold, bought and sold a few companies. And so now he has started a community based around building your life resume. And this just encompasses putting things on your calendar that you want to do, putting things on your calendar that are exciting for you and serve you for the betterment of your future over your meetings, over the work, over all of the, you know, other ancillary things that we, of course, need to do, but it's something that we just automatically put on our calendar and we kind of live in a reactive state. So being very proactive about putting things on your calendar and just building that life resume with experiences versus work. So I decided to go to this event. It was two nights with 75 other strangers, and I flew into Atlanta all by myself, rented a car, drove an hour and a half um, to the mountains of Georgia, and decided to just go in there with an open mind and see what comes of it because I genuinely had no idea what to expect. There was going to be, um, I knew there was going to be a three-hour athletic challenge along with cold plunges, along with all these other things, but I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know what I was going to leave with. Now, this takes courage and this takes betting on myself to know that like either way, I am going to learn something from this. I'm going to choose to gain something from this. Now, what I ended up gaining was more than I could have ever imagined because these events are often a catalyst for future growth. What I mean by this is, for example, I met somebody who was like, hey, Megan, you should do a half Ironman. If you're even thinking about doing a triathlon, just go for the half Ironman. You are already in shape. You're good to go whatever. I was like, dude, I haven't even ever cycled in my entire life and I hate running. I just I just know how to swim. But he pushed me to say like, you know what, just sign up for it and then plan. And so that kind of became a part of my my mojo was sign up, then plan. Signing up is the hardest part. So do that part first. <laughs> And then you can figure it out along along the way. At the end of the day, we always end up figuring something out. So I bought a bike. I started training. I had like three or four months to train. And I did it. What type of journey that took me on was 
more life-changing than the actual race was. However, it was the catalyst of all of the, like all of that training. Another thing that came out of this event was he, you know, he that same guy he had asked me, you know, have you ever thought of starting up a company or a brand or a business or anything? Like, you know, you're working at this pharmaceutical job. That's great. But like, you know, what else would you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to like help athletes as they transition out of sports because there's such a gap there. And I definitely struggled throughout the last two years. And he's like, go for it. And so incoming Lifeletics and truly this has changed a lot of what I do, a lot of my passion, and it's given me a space to make a difference in any way possible. Now, I only mention these things just because if I would have never gone to that one event, none of these things would have happened. But this is a part of what our responsibility is. A part of our responsibility is to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Granted, we can do that physically, but socially, mentally, and emotionally, putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations, environmentally, you know, whatever that may look like, it's our responsibility to do that in order to grow, in order to support the goals that we have for ourselves long term. So, with all of this being said, I know you guys are familiar now with Lifeletics Local. This is a former athlete community that is based around personal growth and getting the community together because at the end of the day, one of the things that we lack the most after sports is the lack of that camaraderie, the lack of that community, and the lack of having people around us all the time pushing us to be our best self. So if you are presented an opportunity to go to one of our events, it's so important for you to take that first step because at the end of the day, you never know where that could lead you. If you haven't signed up yet for Lifeletics Local and you feel like it is a community that you could grow in or a community where you feel like you could push yourself to be your best self or you could be that person for somebody else, it's free to sign up. <laughs> the link is down below. We're super excited about the trajectory of where this is going to go. And we hope that you guys will be involved and you guys will learn and grow and become better people and better former athletes for it. Because at the end of the day, we are so strong and we have so much to offer to the world. The world needs us and the world needs our passion, our determination, our competitiveness, our everything that makes us who we are. They need that. There's a little bit of a, a shortage of it in the world right now. So as always, Make it the best day ever. I love you guys and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Lifeletics podcast. I invite you to leave any feedback in the review section so we can continue to better our content. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button for more. It helps us more than you know. See you next week.